Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Now, Trey, did you know that uh, is possibly where the term the bubble came from? That possibly from a carpenter's uh, level where you've got the bubble right in the middle, that means you're solid online or... Um, if it moves, tilts slightly one way or the other, then it can easily drop out of that bubble, and and um, you're off the you're off the bubble. Then is is that is that what you've always believed that term meant, uh, referring to a carpenter's level? Okay, now I'm getting there. Okay, I've got Trey on. <laughs> he says he's still I'm not he's getting the any audio. Hmm. Well, well, why would that be so? I don't know. Maybe it's under the weather. We'll put, we'll put Damon on it and see what he can find out here. Okay, because uh, is silent at this moment. He's not getting yeah. any audio. Would you like to play All the right, stinger so. again? Or? <laughs> <laughs> he's on the phone. No. That's seven records services out there. There he is. He's on the phone line now. Okay. There he is. There he is. Okay, you got me on the phone line? Yeah, we got yes, you. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. Yep. Still good? Okay. Yep, sounds good. Oh, yeah. We, we, we played our Asher sound yeah, 19 times. I was given a breakdown on the bubble. Uh, for Where some reason you? on the app, it's just it, there's no audio coming through. I, can't, I couldn't hear anything. So I don't know if the app's messed up or what, but Damon got me on the, uh, on the phone line. As for the bubble, I've never really thought about that, but it makes sense, I guess, that you could be on the bubble and, you know, yeah. and off the bubble. But there's also, you know, having your bubble burst, and the carpenter's bubble on the level doesn't burst. It's not supposed to. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. Okay, so we don't know quite what to believe then, either you way. Guys have had, right? you, you guys have had an interesting show today, huh? Yeah, this is turning into a friend of that. We're working hard at this one. Yeah, that's right. Costello okay. says right, here, 4.05 and hadn't woke up yet. So. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Um, Tom says, from our Key Police Service Company Live Feed Feedback, it's not a reference to a level. It comes from car racing. Google it. Now, someone tell me why Eric Musman wears every color in the rainbow except red. Yes, I know he's worn it once or twice. Question mark. I well, Nike's picking I, out this outfits for him because they're. I mean, I Nike guess. is the apparel uh, provider for Arkansas. Seems like basketball. he's wearing different polo for everyone. I think the bigger yeah. question is not why he's wearing different color polo, but why is he wearing polos? Nobody else. That's like. Why is he wearing short sleeves? Great. I always I thought it was like great. an unofficial rule that you had to wear a suit or at least yeah. a sweater, like Bobby Knight, but. You know, I asked him about that when before the season started when we had our one-on-one meeting with him, and he <laughs> kind of said that he felt like it was something he could get away with because they were going into their last season, I guess, at Nevada, you know, ranked in the top ten. <laughs> so he kind of felt like he could do what he wanted to do. 
but uh, they've allowed it. And I guess that's going to be his you – know, every coach has got their kind of thing, but nobody ever brings it up. Nobody ever says, why is Eric Musselman in a polo? But he's always in a polo. That's right. And I, I think, think that's Mike the question. Anderson. Of it. Yeah. Mike Anderson. Why do you have to have a $2,000 suit? Yeah. yeah. You remember they used to they used to wear suits in football games way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Way back, mm-hmm. you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. But I don't blame them. I mean, it gets hot in there. You're coaching. You're active. Sure. I mean, sure. basketball coaches are probably more active than football coaches on the sidelines. Arkansas played Iowa. I'm going to say it was the 85 NCAA tournament. I think it was Eddie Sutton's last year, and George Raveling came out in sweats. And and that was just un no no coach ever did that and I could and and I think when he went to USC he did the same thing, that's just what he wanted to be more casual. So I don't know why basketball coaches are required to wear suits, many of which are extraordinarily expensive, but they do. I don't think they're required. <laughs> no, but most of them do. Yeah, I guess that's makes, they can throw makes their no sense. Literally, literally like ninety nine percent of them. Probably wear yeah. a suit. That's right. I think Musselman and his staff look great wearing. Uh, this yeah, I think they shirt. do too. They all match. Yeah. They look sharp. It's not like they look sloppy on the sideline or anything. Right. And I, I like the polo. I've, I've heard several people say, "Where can I get that polo?" Yeah. I don't know where you can get them. Huh. Oh, but over the years, that's the, the, why the, they wear them, isn't it? Yeah. They want to sell them. Mm-hmm. Well, over the years, the professional standard uh, was a coat and tie. And, yeah. uh, and and I think from a recruiting standpoint, a long time ago, that was kind of thought to everybody kind of meet a professional standard. And, uh, but that's changed yeah. over the years. It's even changed in business. Uh, what well, I mean, any, any situation like that used to be at an event, used to be in a coat and tie. Like my dad says they used to wear a coat and a tie when they got on an airplane mm-hmm. when, he was, when he was younger. Yeah. Um, sure. Oh, yeah. All corporations, like you, have, you had to keep it on even in your office. Right. You know, we had pictures yeah. at the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame Museum when I was there from some of the old bowl games, the cotton bowl games, and every everybody there was dressed to the hilt like they were going to yeah. church, and, and most of the guys had hats on. If, if you look at pictures of Major League Baseball games from the 40s and 50s, and, and, and even back before then, men are there in white shirts with ties at baseball games. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it had to be just as hot then as it is now. But that was thought to be professional. But now That's you go right. to a lot of the um, the companies out west, uh, Silicon Valley. It's uh, they're they're walking around in shorts and flip flops. Yeah, That's everybody's got casual standard. Friday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, Tom says uh, from our Keithley Service Company live feed feedback. Enough. Uh, thanks for the fashion discussion. But what about the <laughs> color? Why blue, green, uh, gray, and everything but color. red? Yeah. Probably to sell them. Uh, I haven't That's seen what I guess. Green. Maybe go back you to a black green? and white TV, Tom. I've seen there. I've seen like where it looks like he's wearing pink because he's got the red stripes, red and white stripes. I've seen the gray. I've seen red. I think I've seen black. I don't remember anything like green or blue. You know, it's always. I feel like it's always been neutral colors, hasn't it? Neutral colors are red. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it it, see, it yeah. seemed like one night. At least on my set, it looked like it was almost a maroon that he had on, the color of maroon. But that may have just been my Probably a lighting set. thing. Yeah, yeah. Probably a lighting thing. All right, let's thing. talk to Ace. <laughs> Ace is our other fashion expert. 
Uh, Ace, you got a question or comment for Trey? I, I do, uh, and, it, and it's not fashion related. If I'm giving you fashion advice, you guys are in serious trouble. But uh, <laughs> the, the, and, and one, one maybe, hopefully, prayerfully, final comment on the bubble. Um, I always understood it to be was fragile. You know, you're yeah, you're on the bubble. Don't That's mess up, or your bubble will burst. You know, that kind of deal. It's kind of like what Trey was alluding to. But uh, yeah. but the, the the question I guess I have for Trey is, I'll finish up with that is, you know, Trey. Do, we, we've got, I think we've got a lot of talent on the field. I think this has probably been talked about, but the coaching, I think, could probably bring out some of that talent uh, and, and maybe just take what we've got and make it look better. I mean, if I give the cake ingredients to my nine-year-old grandson, it's not going to turn out as good as if I give it over to my you know, grandmother when she was able to cook cake. So uh, same ingredients, different, different coaches maybe will make a difference. Just want to know what you thought about that. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Ace. I think he lost me with the cake. <laughs> well, okay. Um, I started thinking about cake. <laughs> Will the coaching bring out the talent uh, that somewhat believe is up there uh, just with better, uh, better yeah. coaching? So the talent on this team is not representative of a two-win program. He's talking about football, right? So, yes, I don't feel like the talent represents two wins. And as I've said before, they have every excuse to be a bad football team. But there's no excuse for being a complete disaster. And that's what they have been the last couple of years. And you can't tell me that a team like Arkansas and almost beat Texas A&M Play fairly well against Ole Miss. Things might have turned out differently in Ole Miss. Maybe they'd started a different quarterback. Starkle looked like a different player in that game than he did the rest of the year. But, you know, you, you played Ole Miss okay. You played Kentucky really strong on the road. Probably should have won that game. There is nothing to say, but this team just completely quit on Chad Morris. That's what happened. I mean, you go – there's – you cannot tell me that San Jose State has recruited better than Arkansas has <laughs> or that even Kentucky or certainly Western Kentucky. I mean, you, there's there's no reason. Those teams have no business going into Fayetteville and beating Arkansas. They just don't. And the bottom line is it's just a team that wasn't following their head coach. And they're probably – there's a lot of other things, you know, that were going on behind the scenes, I think. But – um, they didn't believe in their head coach. They didn't believe in their defensive coordinator, and they just kind of let it go. And they did that each of the last two seasons. You know, the first season, you kind of say, okay, well, you know, I can kind of understand. They need some more players in here. They need to, you know, shovel some things around. But fool me once, you know. So, yeah, I absolutely think that they can be a better football team. Now, the schedule is brutal next year, but I can see them definitely winning more than two games. Two games is a disaster. That's my opinion. I Googled on the bubble also while I was doing that, guys, <laughs> and it does reference it to 1970s Indianapolis 500 automobile race. On the bubble might refer to the fact that the day the racers run their qualifying races is known as either bump day or bubble day. Hmm, really? Okay. wonder why that is. Now we got to go you back and figure that out. You make the race or you don't. 
Hey, when the selection show comes on, they should say, gentlemen, start your engines. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, let's talk to Greg. Greg, good afternoon. You have a question or comment to Trey. Uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, uh, Trey is old enough to remember this. I suspect Rick is. But am I misremembering the fact <laughs> having to do with uh, style on coaches that uh, Nolan Richardson's signature outfit included polka dot shirts, open neck, when he first got at, here uh, at Tulsa back in yeah, the 80s. Tulsa, <clears throat> and they said they said that people would come to the games in Tulsa just to see what new polka dot shirts he had. He went to a clothing store owned by Ed Mashera, and he said, uh-huh. "Sell me something that people usually don't buy." And he took him back in this place where he had these polka dot shirts that nobody bought, so Nolan bought them all, and that's what he wore <laughs> at Tulsa. He, he wore those for a while at Arkansas, and then later uh, I think he discarded those after a couple of years. You just happened to have Nolan right. size, you know. <laughs> I always thought that instead of hanging a banner for Nolan Richardson in the rafters, that they should have hung uh, cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. right. he, he, kept that, great he did that through his whole career. Yeah. How many pairs yeah. did he yeah. have? That's what he was known for. I mean, even if I you go know. back to that movie, what was that? kind of bad movie where I think the Wayne's brothers where yeah, uh, one of the kids about. died and he came back as a ghost. Mm-hmm. But it, they played Arkansas in the right. final, maybe in the lead eight or something, and Arkansas team ended up getting in a fight, you know, mm-hmm. against each other. I know what you're but talking it, about. That, yeah. that scene starts panning from Nolan Richardson's boots and then kind of panning up from it, <laughs> you know. Nothing like those polka dots. I just wanted to remind everybody there yeah. was a time when That's our right. coach didn't wear coach ties. Mm. That's correct. You know, that's well, you're right about that. stuff like that. So I'm a product of Thank you, Greg. The, the late 80s and, and the 1990s, which when I would say I grew up. And I hear people complain about, like, what kids wear nowadays. And, you know, they look ridiculous wearing that. And all I have to do is go back and look at some photographs of me and my friends from our childhood and realize I have no no room to complain about what kids are wearing these days. So you, you're talking about the way Nolan uh, open collared. Uh, that goes back to Coach Sutton and, and Gene Cady and Pat Foster and the, mm-hmm. and the leisure suits and the and the chains. I don't remember Eddie wearing a chain, but uh, that, those, those tips of those collars went all the way out to your shoulder. <laughs> they were ugly. Wow. I never owned one of those. Trey, that movie was in 1997, and it's called The Six Man. That's the it. Six Man. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. I thought it was well, a pretty good movie. I've never heard of it. Yeah. It was all right. It was all right. I mean, it was about a ghost. <laughs> Let's talk to uh, J.D. J.D., good afternoon. You yeah. have a question or comment for Trey? Well, I've got a question for Trey and also one for Rick. And uh, the young man from Greenwood that was a linebacker, and he's probably mm-hmm. he, he was on a scout team for a professional team, but I can't remember which one. Morgan? And uh, – yeah, no, Grant yeah, Morgan. That's him. Still with the team. Okay, still does, with does he still is he still on the uh, scout team for someone? No, he's still. He, on the no, Razor he's still Rats. with Arkansas. No, he's still at Arkansas. He's, he'll be a senior. Now, how about his you brother? You might be thinking of his brother, brother with, the receiver. receiver Tyler Will. Yeah. Well, Morgan. his brother, Drew Morgan. Drew Morgan. Morgan. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Drew is still. Drew was the wide receiver. No, he's Drew has yes. given up football. He did not yes. play with anybody this past year. Okay. All right, and one more question. This is for Rick and you, and I don't know whether you're old enough, Trey, to remember this or not, but several, okay. several years ago, I'm going to say it's been probably 25 years ago, that uh, there was a young man from Clarksville that was a – I think he was football, but I'm Gary not Brashears. sure. Gary Brashears. Gary oh. Quarterback. Uh, 
well, yeah, and the state, uh, they're just waiting for him to make his decision. And uh, I remember where I was at it that day. I was cutting timber in, in the forest, and uh, I quit to come out to be there at the time he was supposed to announce his. No his because how, whatever happened to him? Yeah, well, I don't know what happened to Gary. Actually, it became kind of, fr- and I wouldn't say we were good friends, but we were, you know, we knew each other. We were, we were friends, acquaintances. Um, and I just remember all he wanted to talk about was football when he got to Arkansas as a freshman. And I, I just think his interests changed. You know, he was like one of the, back then, you didn't have to stay all summer. It was still voluntary summer workouts, you know. But if you if you didn't stay, it, it kind of meant you weren't dedicated, right? You know, I mean, the right. dedicated players right. uh, definitely stayed. And Gary, I guess, decided not to stay, went did something else. He came back, uh, failed his conditioning test, and there was rumors of him transferring. He said, I'm not transferring, and then he ended up transferring. He ended up leaving. I'm not sure where he ended up and, and what happened. North after Dakota. That. North Dakota. Is that right? Thank you, JD. All right, Trey, we will talk to you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of Hogsports.